Greetings, members of the great Slaptail Nation. It is me. It is I, the Beave Man, Master of the Universe, your president-elect, the greatest being to walk the face of the earth, at least in my own mind. This is the Slaptail Squad, and I'm coming to you from my tiny beaver den, sequestering myself for some high-quality sound. And with me today, as always, is my number one, the Rons. Hey! Can I hit the cue? You did hey. good, Rons. Good job. Good job. Awesome. Hey, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also with us today is the Swan. Say hello, Swan. Hello, Swan. Yes. Nice job. Great job. Great. Great. Um, it is, uh, I don't know. What day is it? It's uh, Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday already. Saturday already. And we just had Thanksgiving. And uh, Rons, is that, do you really believe that that's a bad holiday? You're like the uh, Wizard of Oz now. You, I just see your head on the ear. <laughs> it's just your head. It's like that's my head. Okay, I see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, it was uh, a day after school. It was good food. Honestly, I never thought too much of it. I mean, the genocide behind it. <laughs> you know, who knew it, it was about that? But. I always thought it was about bringing family together and good food. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of all everybody just kind of hopping on and deciding that every holiday we have is a bad holiday. It's kind of getting to be a pain in my ass. Well, yeah, I, I understand where that's coming from. That pisses me off, too. I mean, honestly, there are certain certain people you don't want to come over for Thanksgiving. So, they, you know, there's that benefit. I don't know what that has to do with genocide, but OK. Well, you don't wind up winding up to wind up getting into a fight over them, you know, you know, whatever football team you're watching, whatever political side you're on, you know, it's, it, it just turns into a free for all. What did you fight. do? Uh, did you, uh, did you socially distance for your Thanksgiving or what did you do? What did you do wrong? I did nothing. I, I did nothing wrong. No, I didn't do anything wrong. Actually, uh, my wife just got over a, a bad cold and we kind of distanced ourselves from people. We thought it was the right thing to do. I did have family invite me over to their place up in Grand Rapids. And I thought, you know what? It's not really the right thing to do, right? Even though they probably wouldn't wear masks at the place, which makes it much more difficult if you're going to have a large gathering of food and people, you know, because you got to take off your mask to eat. So your wife had a cold. Did she get tested for the coronavirus? No. I knew no. it. I knew you were going to say no. Why is that? Because we don't have any home kits. What, what? What does that have to do with anything? No. Uh, I think she's been tested once or twice. I'm not sure. But was I don't she know. tested while she was sick, while she had symptoms? That's what we're asking. You know, you know, that brings up a very good point. What are the symptoms right now that everybody's panicking over, right? If they haven't changed. I mean, they're the same. No, no, no. My, my thing is during allergy season, right? It's not allergy season. No, hear me out. No, but during allergy season, someone coughs or sniffles. Next thing you know, you've got the bubonic plague, right? And that's the way it was going. If someone's got a nasty cold, next thing you know, you got COVID, you're dying, right? How, 
where is the uh, panic button going to slow down on this? Probably when we stop having uh, over 1,100 people a day die and stop having, you know, over 100,000 people test positive a day. It's not the, it's it, no one's saying that you can't have a cold or you can't have allergies. What we're saying is, yes, we know you have these symptoms. No one can say that you don't have coronavirus. That's why you get tested. So it doesn't matter if you have a cold. And that's all you have is a cold. That's the point. You go get a test. It's negative. Great. Most likely you don't have it. You drive on. But if you don't get tested and you're walking around with it, even with mild symptoms or no symptoms, then you're going to spread the condition and it's never going to go away. Mm. I especially love it when patients come in and I, you see at the desk that their chief complaint is allergies. So that's what they tell them when they come in. And then they come in and they've got, oh, they've got a fever and they've got a cough. And and then I ask them this crucial question that's part of the review of systems. One of the one of the common questions of a review of systems is, do you have a history of environmental allergies or food allergies? And they say no. I'm like, okay, then why was your, exactly, why was your chief complaint to my office today that you have allergies when you don't have a history of allergies? So all of a sudden now you have allergies, but you've never had them before. It's just another way of people getting in to be seen when they should just be doing a video visit or not exposing other people. It's ridiculous. Or when you have diarrhea with your allergies. Diarrhea and a fever with your allergies. How often do you have diarrhea and a fever with your allergies? Um, never. Uh, that's true. I mean, how often does anybody have diarrhea these days? Probably Depends quite often if you have coronavirus or if you well, eat it's only like crap. it's like fifteen percent of the people I think that the statistically fifteen percent have GI symptoms. But the other scary statistic, and don't quote me on the actual numbers, is that the people with GI symptoms tend to have a worse outcome than those who do not have gastrointestinal symptoms. Ah, uh, I would have never guessed that because I don't care. So that's cool. So what do you guys you do for Thanksgiving? Don't care until you get it. No. No, I, you know. So what, Ron, now you're one of those people who's like, I'm over it and I'm not going to deal with it anymore. I'm going to be an American, ignore it, and it'll go away. No, no, no. If it's my time to check out. I oh, mean, here's my mother. My mother just showed up. Yeah, there's, oh. a, there's a little bit of difference to that. So if it's my time to check out, but I could prevent something in a way, no. You ever see, have you seen that cartoon where... Uh, you know, the guy goes to the pearly gates and God's there. He's like, God, I thought you were going to always protect me. He's oh, like, I yeah, told yeah, you to yeah, wear I'm a mask, a... motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You... yeah. I understand that whole, if it's my time, it's my time. But there's also a, there's also some common sense there. Oh, if I you agree. can prevent something or worse, you know, killing somebody because you're an ignorant motherfucker. That's a different story. I could <laughs> die walking out in front of a car. I mean, right? How often does that happen? Do you walk I'm out put, in front of I'm cars that often? In Jesus. I'm going <laughs> to walk out in front of this car, and if it's my time, it's my time. I know. I know. Jesus will save me if I'm meant to be saved, but I'm going to walk out in front of this Mack truck. <laughs> and yep, I'm my faith. If it's not my time, I'm not going to go. I'm not even going to get hurt by it. <laughs> Thank you, Lord you know, Jesus. Your accent and I'm is a so pray dead on. on. It. I'm a pray on it. <laughs> I'm a pray on it. Pray on this. Your your accent on that is so spot on. I like that. That's awesome. So what did you guys do for Thanksgiving yourselves? Oh, we just hung out here together, just the four of us. We stayed home. We cooked Thanksgiving dinner. 
Now, I know that you're a bit of a health nut these days. So what did you uh, decide to make? Oh, we didn't th- make anything healthy for Thanksgiving. We made the traditional Thanksgiving stuffing, turkey, green bean casserole, gravy, sweet potato casserole, pie. Like there was nothing healthy about it at all. Maybe the turkey. No, but it was the, the turkey had like two sticks of butter infused into it. So it probably <laughs> wow. wasn't healthy either. Wow. So did you make a lot of handmade uh, things by, I'm sorry, did you make a lot of the meals by uh, scratch or did you uh, do it by box? Oh, no, we don't. We didn't do it by box. We, it's, we made it homemade stuff. Homemade so what's stuffing. Your, wow. So what's your specialty uh, meal that uh, the bee man can't wait to get his hands on? Meal? I don't know. Yeah, well, you cooked, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cooked Thanksgiving dinner. Was that a cough runs? Did yes, you get it that, was. Did you get those allergies from your wife? <laughs> yes, I did. Well, I was wondering what meal that... If it's my we... time to get allergies, it's my time. <laughs> no. I well, never had allergies before. But if the good Lord wants me to have allergies, it's I'm okay. A, I'm a, have you, you know, raise your hands and pray to the big sun in the sky. That's Jesus, not God, because everybody knows the sun. Bubba is, Hotep. My God is Bubba Hotep. And... First of all, first of all, let's not mock that movie because that is one awesome freaking movie. Bubba Hotep is an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I take it you've seen it. I'm sorry, what? Have you seen Bubba <laughs> Hotep? I don't remember. That's with Bruce Campbell as um, Elvis. Mm. Yeah, dude, that is one of the best movies to watch. It's really cool. Okay, enough. I mean, I've I've overwhelmed you with my awesome knowledge of trivia. Yeah, you've overwhelmed me with your knowledge. So, you know, what's your favorite meal? As per norm. As per norm. What is the favorite meal that you like? During Thanksgiving that the swan makes. I don't have a favorite meal that the swan makes, but I do have a favorite place to eat. Oh, God. <laughs> where is that? I like to eat at the Y. Really? And where's the Y located? It's at the Y. Uh, now, does the Y have like a place where you could uh, sit down or a landing strip where you can lay, you know, come in for a landing and eat? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> awesome awesome and how often do you eat at this why not very often okay awesome not very often there's never, not very often there's never any opportunity for me to make a reservation it always seems to be full or it's actually usually it's always closed say, it's usually always closed. closed it's not always well it's usually not it's usually not full it's usually always closed awesome so so what's your uh, favorite meal to make there, uh, Swan? I don't know. I make lots of things. I, I don't know. My favorite, right, I think maybe chicken crust pizza. That's one of my favorites because it's yummy. Chicken crust. Now, you turned me on to cauliflower crust pizza. That was awesome. And I was making that at least was once. Was it, though? Was it yeah. awesome? Did it, it was. Inspire I mean, awe? Don't you feel it, like people use that word way too much? Chicken crust pizza is no. awesome. It's delicious. Inspires, I say I didn't say awe. Did it? I didn't say it was awesome. I said it's good. It's I delicious. Know Ron it's yummy. Said it was I know awesome. Ron said it's awesome. I did. He said it was awesome. It inspires awe. Chicken on um, cauliflower crust pizza inspired him to be in awe. Maybe that's all it takes for awe for him. It does. Cauliflower you know, crust pizza. She she 
gave me a recipe for it. I, I looked it up or whatever, and I made it, and my family loves it. I mean, and they we, were in awe. To this yeah, they day. were in awe. They were in awe. They Maybe were. they would be for chicken crust, too. It's oh, just chicken and Parmesan cheese, some pizza seasoning. That's the crust. Crust. It's delicious. Wow. That's... Ground chicken. Yum. Okay. Killer. Very filling. Pretty tasty. Yummy. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about our little snacky dinner we're going to make tonight. I'm making Ooh. mozzarella stuffed pickles. Really? Now, that's that's amazing. Because right? I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. I'm, I'm going to guess it involves um, the beef man's pickle. No. Getting stuffed. Nope. You a weirdo. <laughs> I know he is, but you know he's the one hey, that we like. Why would why would I want my pickle stuffed? I don't know. After that sex ed lesson that you gave uh, one one bag when, in one podcast, how two penises meet together and they open <laughs> oh, up. The other penis, is that how it works? The other penis <laughs> opens to accept. Yeah, how it works. Yeah. So anyway, that sounds like a great thing. Uh, so now that the bead man is currently. Uh, out there looking for uh, new ways to bring in income. What do you think the ultimate job would be for him? Are you and asking me? Or uh, when are... he says the ultimate job for him that he didn't draw. Well, I mean, me. I mean, I think he should get a fun job. Like, like I don't be... know, something fun. I mean, our job's all serious and just thankless a lot of the time so i think a fun job what would classify as a fun job i mean everybody has their own idea of fun so his is obviously podcasting but not making an income on that yet so we'll we will one day someday yeah someday i mean he always says janitor because he likes to clean so i mean if that's what he wants to do and that is fun that would be not fun to me just like doing laundry not fun to me but no, I don't want to work in a laundry mat. A lot of people like doing laundry. They find it like soothing, but nope, doing laundry, mm, not fun for me at all. Well, back in my day, doing laundry was code for something else. So maybe that's why people liked it. Oh, well, I mean, back in my day, laundry, doing laundry was fun too. You know, when I did that, uh, have you listened to the watering hole with uh, Skylar, their uh, bronze? Have you listened to that at all? Not yet. That's on my bucket list of things to do. Yeah, uh, and you can listen to that on Anchor or on uh, Spotify. Uh, anyway, um, when I did my interview with him, he was talking to me about uh, the progression of my career and what I wanted to be and all that other stuff. And that got me to thinking about uh, what I used to really want to be. And uh, I was like, maybe I should uh, maybe I should look into that. That would be kind of fun. But I'm, I'm wholly unqualified, so I'd actually have to go back to school, which would suck ass. So, so what was it? Yeah, what was it? Uh, to work in forestry. Like to work for the Department of Natural Resources. Why do you think you're unqualified for it? Well, because usually they do have to have some sort of an education in that regard, you know, like in wildlife and forestry management. I don't know if you can spot what a tree looks like. You're good to go. Well, I think that it's um. If we have any listeners who do that, I'm sure that the Rons just completely insulted your profession. I don't think it's. <laughs> quite, I don't think it's quite that easy. Yeah, I think that it, it does require a degree because it does. Do you remember well, that one friend. person from yeah karate? She did. She got an internship in like Yosemite Park or something. Oh, the yeah, the vaguely, daughter, yeah. the daughter, not you, Ron's, the Ooh. beef man from yeah. our uh, from Tang Sudo. 
No, I don't. Remember it was the mother and the daughter. Uh-huh. You know, same belt. Oh, is that as what me. she was doing? Oh, that was what she was doing. doing. Yep. And she, she went. I know she wasn't a very attractive little thing. She was practicing growing in her fur for yeah, keep her warm at her job. She, she was, was kind of warm. Yeah, she was kind of. Yeah, she was a little fuzzy. And God but, bless her, because you know nice the, girl. the, the, nice the girl. scary thing about that, the sad thing about that, is that I did not know that she was going to be into wildlife portion management. Somebody, some Bigfoot, is going to snatch her up. Right away. <laughs> I think so. Yes, she maybe that was her goal, blend in. But yes, she got a, she, it. Took her. She went to school for that at, uh, I think, Michigan State. I oh. think. Well, I mean, Michigan State used to be like this very huge agricultural college before it kind of blew up. That used to be like what it was known for back in the day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she went to Michigan State for that. And then she got an internship at like, I think, Yosemite Park. And so probably like a wildlife engineer. Something. I don't know. She was very smart, though. I know she was. Oh, yeah, she was smart. She had a lot of math and stuff, science classes. All things that the bee man is horrible at. Math and stuff. Math and stuff. So, so why anyway. not work for the local parks to get a, a jump on things? That I mean, would be a great idea. Yeah, I could be one of those people who just stands at the gate. Oh, wait, they don't need them anymore because they're not charging people. So you just get go through. They do I don't know. Park, I'm honestly, they do I'm need honest, park rangers, believe it or I'm not. They honestly, really do. I am honestly considering looking into it. But it'd be one of those things that um, I would look into and probably not get hired for. And thus be even more depressed. Now that I'm depressed, because I'm not depressed. I'm actually happier than I've been in a long time. But Yeah, you sound happier. We don't like that for the podcast. No. And your feet don't hurt. Yeah, my right? legs don't hurt. My arms don't hurt. My hands don't burn. That's all good stuff. Why would your hands burn? From constantly typing and having your hands on the computer like the whole entire 12-hour shift. All right, is that code for something that we should know about? No. No, working, what legitimately having, like, carpal tunnel. You have, to t- you have to chart. Oh, well, you know, I just heard he's on the computer and his hands are hurting. You do the math there. I know he's lousy. Uh, now I mean, put it together. Math. What it's... math is involved with that? Clearly, the Rons is also not good at math because he thinks that's some sort of an equation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's leading, but misleading. So, yeah, I mean, for the most part, our Thanksgiving was pretty much normal, right? So did uh, you cook? I was not allowed to cook because I thought you were the cooker in the house. I, I was. The I was. Cooking. I did help by fisting the turkey. That what? was awesome. I you did. Fisted a turkey. I fisted a turkey. I I Kinda got like it I fisted out. a girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was asked. We we have a rule here in the household that whoever wants to cook can cook, but the other person has to stay out of the kitchen pretty much because we have a small kitchen. And I'm a guy who preps, you know, I, I watched a lot of cooking shows. I like to cook. I've liked that since I was in high school. So I like to prep and get all my meals ready or um, get all my ingredients in my pots and pans ready, my, all the stuff. And my wife, I love her, would my just wife. say, my wife my said, wife. you know, she, she loves to cook Thanksgiving meal. That's her thing. So I said, okay, I'll tell you what, if you need my help, I'm here. If you don't, I'll just go downstairs or do something. I'm like, okay. So she calls me into the kitchen. I was like, Hi, can you get this off? I'm like, yeah, I can get off. She says, no, get this off. I'm like, yeah, I can get that off. And there was this plastic band around the turkey legs, and I did that. And I'm Why? like, Why did you take that off? You don't have to take that off. You don't have to take that off while you cook it. You just leave it on. 
Doesn't that melt at a high no. heat? No. no, it says specifically on the package, leave it on. Well, some people do, some people don't. No, they don't. No, you guys are the only ones who take it off. Well, anyway, well, you know, it, it doesn't bother me. It serves a purpose. What's keeps the purpose? the legs together, man, so they're not all flailing around and stuff. Well, if they're flailing around, <laughs> your turkey's not fucking dead. That's all there is to it. I mean, so anyway, she goes, you got, you know, can you grab the, um, that piece in there? I'm like, yeah, where is it? It's like deep inside the turkey. So I stick my hand inside this turkey and it's like, I could still feel, I could still feel that it's got some little bits of ice and frozen to it. So I put some water inside, some hot water and it makes this sloshing sound. And I'm like, wow, I am. Never thought I'd be fishing a turkey. That's wow. That's that's a good sound, actually. I like that sound. So, so uh, we don't want to know what Ron is doing with this turkey. So I'm fishing this turkey, trying to grab the giblets. I guess giblets. I don't know. It's a good one. Giblets. Or, or, I call it a giblet. Swan also giblets. calls it a giblet. I don't I know. Call them gib- I, I said pull- giblets. So. Giblets. Oh, so I pull out this gib- long giblets. Yeah, giblets. I say giblet. So I pull out this long six-inch flaccid thing and i'm like i guess that's the neck i'm like oh my lord i just fisted the turkey and i pulled out a penis I'm like oh why well, do they just don't everybody thinks that okay well anyway she, i guess where's the giblet she says you have to uh go get it from the other side i'm like what so she gets out this knife or whatever she cuts it makes this incision it's like now you got to stick your hand in on the other side so i'm fisting this, this like turkey. a really prolonged endeavor here i didn't have that problem at all i just i didn't have to cut anything open it's already cut open i just pull out the bag in the front and pull out the neck from the inside that's it i didn't know any of this i don't make why sense. why 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 did she have you do it in the first place what she couldn't do why couldn't she do it? she got smaller hands than you yes yes but you know you know women like big fists and small holes i guess i don't know so I'm going to have a chat with your wife, man. I don't know what's <laughs> going on at your house. Anyway, I managed to insert and pull out and making sloshing noises. This was a pretty heavy bird. This is about a 20, 30 pound bird, I guess. Or I and don't the know. Three of you? You had a 20 or 30 pound bird for the three of you? Yeah. That's My crazy. wife likes so, to go all out for this thing. So you're eating turkey like for the next month or what? I guess so. It doesn't bother me. I don't have to cook. Right? Uh, Plus, I got to fish something. So I'm looking at that. It doesn't sound like that was a new experience for you. <laughs> well, being on the receiving end isn't, but uh, this wasn't, you know. At least you, so you just hands. said that being on, hold on now. Hold on now. He just said that being on the receiving end isn't new for him. Correct. So that means that you get fisted all the time. Well, not all the time. Didn't you uh, bend over in the military to uh, cough? Didn't they put the hands on their hips and tell you to cough? The hands on my hips? No. That did not happen. <laughs> wow. Nope. That's completely nope, different. Sorry. Did they okay. teach you that in fueling school? <laughs> maybe. Maybe I went to the wrong <laughs> military thing. In, in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you weren't even in the military when that happened. <laughs> That could be. That could be. I'm glad you so, went through the wrong door. So anyway, I went back and um, Carrie likes to cook. It's her kitchen. I just she if she needs me to do something, I go in, I help out, and then I leave. It's all her, not me. All right, and that's all I did. Thank so you know, yeah. Well, very, so very 
part of your action. So when you cook the Thanksgiving, is it a family deal or does it just one person just run the entire show? We did we did it as a together project this year. Usually we usually just make sides and we take it all to uh, the beef man's parents' house, but we didn't do that this year. So we well, did you get we cooked everything by ourselves? Did you get the daughter involved and uh, Skylar involved, or did they just not help out? They like peeled potatoes. I think that's the only thing they did. Okay. And then they cleared. Then they quote cleaned up after. But really, they just put everything in containers and put it out on the deck because it's cold out there and there was not much room in the refrigerator. Although there really was. They could have put it in the refrigerator, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the other thing. It's like, you know, I'm thinking if you left it outside, you might get some of those coyotes that look like bears or whatever come out and eat them. Yeah, if the coyotes come across, though, there's always some small Mexican children on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and I, I've been liking that, watching that. So now that Trump has seceded, right? And has he? He mean conceded? I haven't yeah, heard him conceded. I, I think he did eventually. Good. I Actually, you know, I that's think what his I heard. people have, but he yeah. hasn't yet, technically. Yes. So do you think it's, you know, what's the next step, I should say? What is the next step for the B-Man and his followers as they step down like Trump? Because it's obvious I won. No. Right? no it's that's not I won. delusional. You are delusional. You, you didn't delusional. win. You're delusional. Right. You didn't win. I won. I, you know, come the twenty first or the twenty second, I guess. I don't think anybody wants you in charge of the Slaptail Nation. Oh no, no, I am not in charge of the Slaptail Nation. I'll follow you. Nobody help. wants you in charge of that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Nobody needs that. No. Um. What would be the next step? Are you talking about for real world? What do you think the next step? Yeah. Think the yeah. What do you think Biden is going to do? Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to spend a good part of his first administrative year mending a bunch of uh, shattered relationships um, with uh, large organizations like the World Health Organization and getting us back into the Paris Accord and, you know, mending relationships with foreign nations that were our friends that Trump pissed off. That's what I think is going to happen. And obviously he's going to do his best to tackle the coronavirus, but since he's not going to be able to have any power until January, we're kind of fucked until then. You really think so? Yes, I really think so. We've already handled it extremely poorly because some dumb fuck doesn't believe in science, and we're finally going to get somebody in who does. But by then, I mean, we've already lost 250,000 people. That's ridiculous. It hasn't even been a year that we've been experiencing this issue here in the United States. Well, recorded-wise, I think that it was here, but just my yeah. Oh, okay. So since we've been in lockdown, basically, what have you missed? Uh, for me, I know what I've missed this year, but what have you guys have really missed? Nothing. The only thing that I've missed is podcasting in per person. I That's appreciate it. that. Yeah, I I've missed the Walmart riots. Every year on Black Friday, I look forward to seeing those uh, videos out there of those people fighting over to the death for a crockpot. Oh, so you don't actually go. You just watch the aftermath videos. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. I'm not going to go. That was actually two questions. Which 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 part is it that you were saying yes to? So uh, you, don't act, you do go or you don't go? Oh, I don't go. 
Okay. Uh, I've been to one Black Friday sale, but it was really um, mellow, right? Uh, that was, uh, I had a, one of the things I really wanted was a hammock, right? And yeah, I like to camp. I like to, you know, I, I really do love to camp. And one of the things I really wanted was a hammock. And one of the rules I have with myself is I won't buy anything expensive or too expensive for camping gear. And I looked at hammocks and a really good hammock will run you 40, 40 bucks on up. That's kind of expensive for me, really. And I said, I won't buy a hammock unless uh, for anything, unless it's 10 bucks. How many times do you think you said hammock? I don't know. Four or five. Probably I think. 10. <laughs> at least. Well, anyway. So I what said, were you shopping for? A hammock. A hammock. A hammock. <laughs> That's twice so far. And I wouldn't. And I never asked for so You didn't want to pay more than so $10. So he wants a $10 hammock. A $10 hammock. Yeah, and I finally found one on a Black Friday sale at one of the local stores, but you had to get up and go get one. So I found I got one for me, one for Carrie, and one for uh, RJ. So were there a lot of people fighting for <laughs> hammocks? Believe it or not, no. It was very... I de- no, I no. do believe you. I do believe <laughs> no. you that there was no, not a bunch you, of When I went into hammocks. the store, you know, it was calm everybody was kind of helping each other out unlike you look at walmart which is just the complete opposite or for that matter any other store out there right and that's the one thing that got me it's like i expected riots but i didn't see a hammock you felt like you were gonna go you're gonna reach for this hammock and there'll be 50 other people reaching for the hammock at the same time there's gonna be some big fight over a hammock yeah yeah you were you thought that i mean you really in your mind you're like i gotta get the fuck up early because there's going to be a lot of people trying to go get this hammock. Yeah, I got a, what my hammock is rated, I think, at 250 or 400 pounds. And that's at that's least. That's a big difference. Like, oh. <laughs> no, no. 250 <laughs> and 400 no. pounds. So no, much but... so that they, you have to be really careful what kind of tree you attach these to because otherwise it's going to bend in. The... Well, that's the way it can hold. However, the thing about that is when you look at online for something like that that's 40 to 100 dollars and that's a lot of money right if you're going to just that's go camping 200 dollars is a lot of money yeah 4200 dollars is a lot of money <laughs> Boy, is your so hammock much. one size fits most yeah it is <laughs> it's like a 450 you just look like a big you look like a big <laughs> easter ham in the hammock no i was <laughs> Is that a oh, giant Easter capacity. ham, or is it's there somebody who's 450 capacity. pounds in a hammock? What 450-pound person is going to purchase a hammock? <laughs> You're right about that, but usually they have two people in them, right? So, you know... Okay, you, well, that would make more so sense would, than one 450-pound yeah. person getting in a hammock. But then, again, you're still like, there's a couple 200-pounders in a hammock? That doesn't sound very comfortable either. Well, I'm not going to go into the logistics. How are they going to get out of it? <laughs> I'm not going to go into the logistics of things. I won't disagree with you on that. However, it's just one thing I've always wanted, and I finally get, I had to get up early to go get it. I don't think you so needed to. <laughs> how could, often I, have I you, you used slept that in. hammock? I've used it maybe once or twice because when I go down to South Haven, there's no place to put my hammock up or I would. Because it's a beach. <laughs> No, they actually, you know what? You can actually put your hammock up on the pier, right? You can string it up and you can sit and watch the sunset. But I, I, I don't, I haven't done that. Or if I go out. I think it was a wasted purchase. 
no, Even I don't. You save so much money on it. No, it's <laughs> got up early for that. No, I don't think no. so. That's what I no, 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 jeez. Right, fine. Now right? I I agree with I can't agree with you, Ron. I've always wanted a hammock myself, but I wanted the one that you know um, that's in between the like the metal framework that I could put in my backyard and just lounge on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I got one of those, and pretty excited about it but i almost never use it because i did not realize that uh, i've not used a hammock since i broke my back and uh lying in one is extremely uncomfortable for me so i was extremely disappointed so i don't ever i really don't really use it that sucks i understand it's just one of those things i've always wanted when i went did you always want one i always wanted a hammock when i go hiking or geocaching out in the woods i mean there are a lot of great spots in fact couple of spots i go to you can always spot people with hammocks just hanging um just hanging up. out in their hammock yeah yeah you can actually it's one of those things where it's like people just set up and watch the sensor just hang out right and mine is really compressible and it's really easy to you know take with me now i would really like well, to- most most hammocks are not gigantic you don't have to it's not like you gotta put a giant them in a giant duffel bag well, yeah, I agree with that too. But one of the I, I would one of the things I really wanted was uh, an hammock. A, you know, a hammock was an <laughs> you know an you know double nest was a hammock. Was that one of those things you really wanted? Yeah, I wanted an you know uh, double nest hammock, but those were like seventy bucks, and I'm like, I am not going to pay seventy bucks for something I'm really going to use though, right? But it's sort of like that. So also, before I uh, I want to sidetrack real quick here. Congratulations to both of you on completing your um, your quest for or your um, your diligence during the uh, what is it um, your exercise podcast part. I'm our, forgetting how to what it was called. Get fit for the yeah. That was it. Fundraiser. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a fantastic thing. Yes, thank you for your anonymous donation. Of a hundred and six dollars, there, Ron's. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. I know that wasn't you. However, it would be nice if you guys are going to change the damn passwords for me to get in, so I can post shit for you. After you said, "Hey, Ron's, you should be posting more." I'm like, "Okay," and I went to post something. I'm like, "That's odd. Why am I not in?" Yeah, Passwords. because you, know, you, you forgot known the that password. Had you actually posted on a regular basis, I changed the password a long time ago. That's okay. I could still get in. Right. Yeah. And you changed the password, but didn't let me know that you changed the password. How do I know it's you? (laughs) I don't know if it's you. How wouldn't you know? Yeah. How would I know? Well, I could talk to the swans and she could tell me. Swans doesn't know anything about that. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we did have uh, a fair amount of donators to the uh, boot campaign. And I did say that I would mention people. So, again, thank you, Katharina Qualls, uh, for your large donation. Miguel Wood, for your large donation, who actually put me over the top. Um, I had an anonymous donor. I think I bet I know who that donor was, but I'm not going to say in case I'm wrong. And I know it wasn't the Rons. No, it was not him. Also, thank you to my good friend, Andrew Dixon. He donated to the boot campaign as well. And, um, boy, I don't know. Who else donated to the boot campaign? Oh, I did. I also donated to the boot campaign. Who all was on my page? Well, let me know. see. Um, my people know who they are, and they're awesome. They don't need me to mention them. I'll just generally blanket thank them, because I've already personally thanked them. Did you, though? 
I did. Does anyone really believe that that's what you did? Yes, they do. So how much? I didn't. I didn't. I got all of my money without the help of my millionaire friend. Bruce Wayne. Yes, Batman. And uh, a shout out to Sammy for being so encourageable for you guys. Encourageable? Encourageable. Encourageable? Encourageable? Is that a word? Encourageable? It is. Now, Ron's just made it up. Mm -hmm. Another fine, fine example of the U.S. language. The English language, if you will, from the Rons. Thank you, Rons. Oh, uh, hey, anytime. You can tell you're so much more mellower. This podcast, you have not been so more mellower. Would you like him to yell at you? Are you are no, you feeling you know, like you need to be yelled at? <laughs> well, you little sadist. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you're just you're egging him on. You want him to be mad? No, he's in no, a little no. tiny room by himself. Did you put him there? No. He put himself there. He asked me kindly not to barricade the door, but. <laughs> no, congratulations. And once again, to both of you, though, for your uh, campaign, your uh, and all the goals that you guys set. It, it was truly inspirational to a lot of people out there. Oh, my not son to me, though. donated. That too. My son donated. Thank you, Skylar Beavers, for donating to the Slaptail Squad. And you can catch his uh, podcast, The Watering Hole, on Anchor and on Spotify. Uh, so. Didn't Carrie Stars and Stripes stripes or donate? Oh, you're right. Also, yes, Carrie from Carrie Stars and Stripes Coffee also donated. So thank you to Carrie. So check out her page at Carrie Stars and Stripes. And you can find her on Carrie's Brew on Instagram. And you can buy some coffee from her. And she still hasn't sent the Rons any coffee. No, she hasn't. But then again, I'm glad enough to know about her. Why is that? that? It's just because... because why you uh, just want to know about people well no it does because it makes him happy it does because uh knowing um is that and i'm probably gonna uh, no i'm gonna probably say this wrong dabs are they called dabs or daves disabled veterans I, uh, I don't ever call i didn't know that they went by any specific well they don't go by chads or karen so you know dabs right but uh because it helps with suicide awareness among uh veterans and the general public of course it, that's really a noble idea that really is i mean especially during the holidays when people are going to start to get depressed and they're going to miss their families and everything so i mean it's it's great we know too many people out there who just hang out and i don't know what it was like for you in the army but for me when i was in the military the air force the first time i went to thanksgiving dinner on base it was bizarre because there were the commanders uh, serving us dinner. They were dressed to the nines and they were serving us dinner. And I thought I'd fucked up because, you know, here are full bird colonels and majors and captains serving the troops. Right. Little did I know. Yeah. Little did I know that was tradition. And that's also for morale. So, you know, for anybody who doesn't know what that does, uh, shout out to, if you need, you know, that's what it does. Right. No, you know what happened to me my first my first Thanksgiving in the army. What's my that? roommate and I woke up late and we didn't know when they were finished serving uh Thanksgiving dinner in the DFAC and we missed it. Now what's DFAC? Dining facility. Oh dining facility. So we missed it. So our that very sucks. first Thanksgiving, yep, yeah, our very first Thanksgiving away from home in Germany, 
he and I, we went to basic training and airborne school together. And we ended up in the first first duty assignment together. Yes, we missed Thanksgiving dinner. So we ate MREs in our room. Oh, yeah. Um, is, yeah, no. Totally it's, the same. Yep. We actually had a, tur- I had a turkey MRE. That's what I had. Wow. Had I would have known that, I would have probably did nothing because there's exactly nothing. how you would have known. <laughs> like, yeah, what difference would it make? You're like some guy just yeah, had to have. Uh, yeah, that never happened again, though. After that, yes, you better believe we made it to every holiday meal that we could after that because they are usually fucking awesome. They are. They, they bring out a shitload of food. Yeah, they do. It's probably one of the better holiday meals I've ever had um, is in the military. Mm-hmm. But you always have to remember, too, what a lot of people don't know is that um, there are chef or cook competitions always going on in the military. So you might get lucky in one of your one of your dining facility cooks is actually a, an award-winning chef and you can get some pretty good food i agree i agree people rip on the uh the military dining facilities but i don't know i don't think i ever had really too many bad meals except for basic training no i don't know i had a couple of patients that i know were cooks and chefs and they got some pretty good memories or they share some pretty good recipes that sound tasty one thing i've always found out though or i've heard is that Air Force chow halls are better than the, the, the oh, other. Yes, that is that is a generally that is an accepted fact. Yes, it's because um, one, I assume you guys get more money for food. Uh, two, you're all a bunch of fat bastards, so you have to eat all the time. <laughs> I don't think so, but they okay. Can, they can fly their fish in fresh. And three, they always have people there, whereas we are usually deployed somewhere. So no, we don't have to be in the dining facility. Okay. I just, I've heard stories about that. I've never experienced it. Yeah, you guys get steak and lobster, lobster. shrimp and all that shit, and we don't. So, I don't think only, only the once a year, only, you know, for holidays do we get stuff like that. I don't think we've ever, I, I've ever had that, but I've gone to some pretty wicked barbecues. There is, uh, when I was in the 82nd, uh, what we would do is every once in a while, the the chow halls up and down our dens were different. Some people, and you could go to any chow hall you wanted to. It didn't matter. So you were you just took your ID card and signed in, or you paid if you were if you were getting separate rations because you were married or whatever. But just the differences up and down, like the special forces dining facility had better food than ours. Now, like I, like you got hot dogs and macaroni and cheese, and they had steak and. Well, they I, didn't. I mean, they just. It's like they just had better, they just had a better facility. The facilities were nicer, but you have to usually, I I think probably a part of it is they don't serve quite the amount of, they don't quite have the amount of people that they're feeding as a regular chow hall does. So they just crank out regular bullshit at a regular chow hall, but the other ones can crank out some better stuff. I don't think the food would be any better than that because if that, if that ever got out, there would be this uh, dissension. No, but, it's a it's a common it's a common belief. Everybody believes that the Air Force has better food than the rest of us. But when it comes down to competition, yeah. So you were in Germany. I was in the Netherlands. Was, uh, nobody said anything about competition. We didn't say anything about competition. We just said that you. It's a common belief that the no, Air Force no, has better said, food. No, just like they have you, better you living. You did. Facilities. You said they something about chef orders. competitions. Yeah, you said they have chef competitions. So that's where they hone their skills sometimes. Right, I wasn't. Yeah. I would. That's usually within branches. 
Well, sometimes they go branch against oh, branch. I'm sure they do too, but I was just talking in general within branches. So like we we had to get stationed on this top of this mountain, which was ridiculous. Um, what was the name of that? Oh, Mount Meisner in Germany. Okay. It was one of the only few quote outposts that were right that was right next to the Germans. It was like an over, um, what would you call it? A holdover from when the wall was up and all that other stuff. So you were on top of this mountain, and it was this tiny outpost, and you had to do these shifts, and you could see the Germans right next to you on the other side of the fence, and they were doing their patrols or whatever. And so, in other words, it was outdated. Nobody needed it. It didn't need to be there anymore. Holdover from the Cold War, whatever. Anyway, the chef that they had up there, she was actually married to the commander, and she didn't follow, like, the standard army... uh, cookbook because they have a standard you know they have standards that they follow for making food for you know potato salad for 50 people uh and so she made like stuff from scratch all the time and apparently she'd won competitions and everything too so when we were up there at mount miser for like a month i actually gained weight because she fed us all the time and then she would bring us food out to the guard shack too so we were always eating very delicious food one of the few times i gained weight so what was the wildest place you went while you were in uh the uh the military the wildest place what do you mean yeah. like in what way well you were stationed in germany and yes i know you already said that uh, thanks for the uh, yeah thank you yeah no i'm leading up to this because the swan's not going to know this part but you will so I, I'm you will know to... yes you will so i'm going to mention a place but she won't know about it but you will so I i'm going to mention i mean well, I, I will you I don't know, know if i know geography or not Okay, I'll mention K-Town. Yeah, Yeah, totally. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have not. Trust me. So did you go to K-Town? Wasn't that Kaiser Slaughter? Yep, exactly. So that... I've been there. It's not memorable. I don't remember anything about it. Because when I was over there, every weekend, they made the news about the Army just being totally wild and shutting that place down or starting fights well, I mean, we started fights everywhere we went, so <laughs> that's not a, that was not uncommon. That's just well, I mean, I didn't start fights. Not that you know you would know. No, I, I think, think I would know, know if, if I started. I think fights. I would know if I started fights. Yeah, that's where selective memory comes in. Like, what did you do? I don't know. I'm not going to get in trouble if I say I it. Didn't start any? I didn't start fights. I mean, I've been. I've was involved in fights but i never i didn't start any fights there were plenty of people who had really bad tempers that i was stationed with that started fights I, I, they didn't need me to do it <laughs> but I, I it's like i think the wildest place i've been to was i was in duchy Mamano, and that's off uh, in italy and it was at a nato base and uh someone says you got to go to the british nco club or the british club on base and i said okay they said, just remember, you got to duck under a table. And I looked at them, and I'm like, why? It's like, you'll find out. Well, the British clubs was known for their beer can fights. And sure enough, a couple of erupted out. And you see this big slide uh, metal grate come down over the bar real quick. You see people duck underneath the table. And when they were done throwing it, they would come back up. Like, nothing ever happened. Right? <laughs> So yeah, that was wild. So that was a wild, <laughs> wild time. It's like, you know, someone says something or someone gets sprayed with beer. Next thing you know, there's a beer can flying through the air. So half full, full, empty, whatever. 
and they continued on partying through the night. So I figured pretty much you went to a place like that or knew uh, something as crazy as that. I, none of it's memorable because shit like that happened all the time. <laughs> all so, the time. Well, yeah, I mean, it, probably something that you wouldn't understand. I'm assuming you wouldn't understand this, but as an airborne infantryman, which is what I was, everywhere you go, people seem to think that, oh, the airborne infantry are the enemies of uh, the MPs. Uh, they're the enemies of the engineers. Uh, they're the enemies of the artillery. So everywhere you go, everybody assigns you as, quote, the enemy of this other uh, job or MOS of the military. So everywhere you go, people are always starting shit with the airborne infantry. Most of the time, it's not. I want to say most of the time. I don't think that we were the ones who were usually starting shit. People always started shit with us all the time because they had this preconceived notion like, oh, we got to fight the, we got to get into fights with the airborne infantry because that's our thing. Uh, because they're the enemy of everybody. I'm like, all right, all right, whatever, fuck you. When I was in uh, the military, that was a, I asked, someone, I didn't ask, but someone was telling me about how we were considered the bastard squadron of uh, the base. The fuelers? The refuelers? Yeah, oh, yeah they were. Such badasses. Yeah. The bastards. Uh, they refueled. I asked. Oh, refueled. When the, the the senior staff would sit around and talk to us, right? Is it because like, you guys lost your buttons all the time? It's because we lost a lot of buttons. They would say that they would walk into chow halls or whatever, and they'd be friendly until they found out who they were, uh, were fuels. And then they get left alone. They were, I'm like, why? It's like, why could you guys smell? They were afraid that they were going to piss positive or because they were huffing. <laughs> being around, they were depriving yeah. their brains of oxygen. Yeah, I don't think that was the case, but I do appreciate the effort of. <laughs> where do you come up with that shit? <laughs> like, what? What you, what you don't know? That's what huffing does. Deprives your brain of oxygen. That's why they quote unquote get high. I've worked around a lot of fuel. I don't think I, I can tell. Uh, we yeah. Yes, Hello. we do. I believe we've we've stated that over and over again. We can tell that you've worked I around a lot of fuel. I think it causes dyslexia. <laughs> I, I I love how your memory comes back to that. That's fantastic. No, it, it was just one of those things. And not only yeah. does it cause dyslexia, it also causes that one condition. So, you know, that, that condition that the Rons has. Correct. When he likes to say words quickly for brevity, he likes to add an extra letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. You know, I, I think a sentence could use a little bit more. Uh, more. Uh, I've always found that probably callistically, collectically. <laughs> yeah, I kind of Yeah, that's a good word. I have no idea what it means, but it's a good word. Yeah. Right. So, what you know, since we're uh, we're talking about uh, way off topic, what I wanted to talk about, but uh, Thanksgiving memories in the military and everything. What was the one thing you missed about being uh, away from Thanksgiving? What was it that I missed about being away from Thanksgiving? Yeah, family. I mean, about family Thanksgiving. Yeah. You mean all well, this year? Well, when you were in the military, what's the one thing you missed? You know, because you, you were pretty young. So you, you were more than willing to. Just I don't say, know, okay. dude. I, when everybody talks about their whiny bullshit like that, I mm -hmm. always ask them, like, what fucking, what was your job? I mean, what job did you do? Why are you such a whiny bitch? <laughs> I mean, seriously, when I hear people say that, I'm like, you know what? Nobody acted like that around us. And I mean, we all were having fun doing what we wanted to do so most of us were not you know the people that did whine i mean and there were people that were like oh i miss my family you're like shut the fuck up 
the fuck is your problem? Seriously, stop being a whiny little bitch. Most of the time, we were having fun. I mean, let's put it this way. I spent two years in Germany. How many countries do you think I went and saw, like, on a tourist basis? Um, 15, 16? I don't none. know. I went and saw none. You were because... a barracks rat? Barracks rat? No, I didn't. I mean, I st- hung out in the barracks. I mean, we did stuff around there. We hung out together and did shit. Oh, okay. We didn't, we didn't go hop on... I mean, yes, you could go hop on the you could go hop on the train and you could go to all kinds of different countries. Did any of us do that? Nope. We just no. hung out with each other and did shit. No, why didn't you do that? No, because I you just told real... you why. No, no, personally, because as an eighteen-year-old, I mean... as an eighteen-year-old, why would you think? Why would I sit there and go? Oh, you know what I don't want to do? I want to go to France and check it out. Fuck no, none of us did that. See, I. I... I traveled around to the different cities. I mean, what you were stationed uh, in Germany? No, you were stationed above me where I was uh, in the Netherlands. So, I mean, both of us were somewhat centrally located to going wherever there was the Cold War over by the time you got there. Yes, the wall had come down. Yeah. All right. So the wall was coming down when I was there. So I could not go over to Germany without a briefing. Right. I mean, I could go to Germany to a point, but. I could not go as far as uh, I needed. I would like to go, but I did travel uh, to. Why England. would you want to go to the shit part of Germany to see if it was true? Why? Uh, you know what? I'm like, I could stay in the uh, you know the nice area of Germany, or I could go to where it's complete abject poverty under communist thumbs. Well, um, that's that's the why? one thing. Why would I you mean, want to do that? Because I wanted to see if it was true. Why? Right? I just told you I wanted to see if it was actually true. You know, how many times did we say, did we hear that they were the enemy? They are the enemy. Well, of course, yeah. You're saying the Russians aren't the enemy? I'm saying I wanted to see what what was really going on over there. Now, I don't don't think that we were misled, but I wanted to see how bad it was. And you think by taking a train to go see East Berlin, you're going to see how you're... You, Fueler Rons, are going to take, <laughs> you're going to all of a sudden get this in-depth perspective of what life was like over there to see if you've been lied to. Maybe. I maybe. mean, maybe. I mean, as opposed to looking at the beautiful part of Germany. Well, how many I mean, times? If you're gonna be, I mean, if you're going to be a tourist, why would you go look at the shit part? I'm just one of those guys who always, uh, one, you know, like, like, I just, like I just like, I, know, I never, I never follow the same path. As everybody else, when you hear about it, you're usually lost. Yeah, no. Ron's will be the one like your father when we went to Mexico. Don't go off. Don't go out of the resort. Don't go out. And then next thing you know, where the fuck is he? Out in the middle of nowhere in the unsafe part. Just Quite checking things out, making Quite friends. Well, what do you what do you know about Amsterdam? I mean, what you were you pretty know? close to it, right? Now, when I went down there, I knew about Amsterdam. I knew about the seedy parts, but I also knew about the touristy parts, too. Donkey shows. Yes, I did. Right? You participated I in donkey shows. I did not participate. You, you can't prove it. The pictures don't exist. Donkey show. Right? <laughs> I, actually, uh, I actually went to a lot of the tourist spots, uh, but I also knew where to go around Amsterdam. Right? I remember walking into bars where there were hell angels, right? And... That was never advertised. Amsterdam, they are called Hell Angels. And and he knows some. He met some. 
he's and now friends it's okay with them. For him to talk and now he, yes. <laughs> but you know, now I, I can tell you everything about them because I've seen one. Oh, okay. There you go. But I, I never, you know, it's like and when he I went, went in, to... he was like, "Come here often." <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, there, Hell Angel. Are you? No, it's sort of like you know when I went to uh, the local towns. I never went to where everybody was going to. I always wanted to see everything, everything else. I mean, that's the way I was down in London. I went down to London a couple of times, right? And I saw things for what I wanted to see. I went on pub crawls. I did things that no one else would do, right? Just because I wanted to see what it was like. And to me, I I just wanted to see what was the what what it was. How do I put this correctly? I just wanted to see what the other side really looked like, other than someone telling me what it looked like. What's the other side? What do you mean by that? The well, dark it, side. The dark side. The dark side. When you go down and you look at. So you uh, went and did, and you went and intentionally did things that they tell you in the safety briefings not to do. I never did that at all. Well, then you didn't go to the quote dark side, so you weren't, so you weren't really doing anything too seedy because you just said that you weren't violating any of the safety briefings, so you weren't really doing anything that risky. I didn't say I couldn't handle myself. I just well, I, you know, you can handle yourself because you're black. Is a black belt. I am, and I listened to Squeegee He's Snot's new demo fans. out. So, by the way, they don't even exist. I'm sorry, they do. You don't know that. I'll get uh, them we, you can't even Google them because well, nothing comes here up. Is, you know, the, the Slaptail Squad and Slaptail Nation has a lifetime ban on whatever that ban you're talking about is. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, I, I, so you've been fisted in London, you've been fisted in Amsterdam. <laughs> you fisted yeah, in right, right. So, okay. anyway, that's where I was going with that. And where lately, a lot of things have been pissing me off, but I don't want to. What, like what? Before. Tell us what pisses you off. You got 15 well, you know, minutes. Go. 15 minutes. Well, the latest uh, cartoons that are coming out, uh, animation, right, is not really up to par. That's uh, what pisses you off. Well, please, please go into detail about this because now I'm interested. <laughs> you're pissed off. Everything that's going on in the world right now, but you're pissed off about the latest animation because it's not up to animation, par. Animation, that animation. Well, you know, I can't get pissed off at politics until everything's in place. If I'm going to get pissed off at politics, I'm going to fall into the norm like everybody else here, right? What's there to get pissed off? I can't control that shit yet. And no one can. Really, nobody can. Yeah. So wh what's there to get pissed off about? No, right, right now, there's no point in getting pissed off about it because all you're going to do is argue with people who assume that because you have a viewpoint different than them, that uh, you are going to have viewpoint different than them about everything, which I think is probably the most ignorant view of everyone right now. I think it's more idiotic than ignorant. Ignorance you can change. Idiocy you can't. Well, I'm, I'm not going to argue with an idiotic yeah, point. If you if you voted for this is what I find always is so amusing, is that if you voted for Biden, that makes people think that you have to agree with everything that Biden says. The same thing with Trump. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Like, you vote. I mean, like, I vote based on who I think is going to do the most benefit for that office. That doesn't mean I agree with everything they say. You know, and I, I, I agree with that. I really do. I mean, there are going to be certain policies I don't always going to agree with anybody. The other thing I don't want to argue about is just people in general. I mean, 
we've had a couple people that test positive for COVID and people aren't wearing their masks. And I just, I'm livid. I really want to walk up to people going, do you know how to properly wear a mask? Right. And it's pissing me off that they don't. Right. And it's obvious. Now to that tune though, I was out buying a, a tool. I needed a tool. I went to a Harbor Freight. Great place. Tool. Yeah, I, I did. He needed a tool. I needed a tool. And he bought a tool. For his fisting. For my fisting. <laughs> Thank you. And this guy comes up out of the store. He comes from the back. He's like, I'm sorry, I got to go out to my, my truck. I forgot to put my mask on. And he was so cool about it because he forgot his mask. He's like walking around public. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't have my mask on. And the guy reaches behind the counter, right? The, the clerk or the store clerk and pulls out and says, here, you can take this. So kudos to the people who think, you know, oh, shit, I'm not wearing a mask. I need to put one on. That's great. You know, how do you even forget, though? A lot of people That's what do. I don't understand. Like, if you wear a mask as often as, oh, yeah, I don't know how people forget. Uh, you well, know what pisses me off? People who rip them off like it's hindering them as soon as they get out of the building. Yeah. Like, does that really oh, give yeah. some satis- oh, yeah. satisfaction? Well, yeah, it does. I mean, no, my hot breath coming it. back at me constantly, even though it's, it smells minty and coffee-like. But I don't like today when I was trying to read the package of how to fist a turkey properly. The my I don't know whether what's really it was, sad is it's already Thanksgiving's already passed, so you're looking forward to fisting another turkey. I yeah. am. I can't wait for it. You're and I'm wearing my mask, one of my masks, and my glasses started steaming up, and it pissed me off. So I took it off, and I put on my secondary mask, which was a lot bigger for my face. But these, they don't mask make masks to uh, work faces. With, yeah, the, to work with glasses too much. So well, you have to keep wearing the mask. The reason mm-hmm. why it doesn't work with your glasses is because your glasses are colder. So no, once this, they reach it, the same, once they reaching the same temperature, they're not going to steam up anymore. Oh, hot so. air is hitting a cold surface. And who says science doesn't pay off? Someone ought to hire you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If there's any jobs out there for a janitor, please keep me in mind. So your ultimate job would be to work for a janitorial company. Have you thought about starting your own company? That you know, actually, honestly, uh, I had thought about maybe uh, starting my own cleaning company and just targeting medical offices. Have you thought about crime scenes? <laughs> crime actually, scene you know cleanup. what? One of the guys who used to do jujitsu with us, um, he's actually, um, he's out west. He was out west fighting fires. But he had a friend who did that, who cleans up, you know, crime scenes or where people have died and nobody knows they died and they go, you know, just from natural causes or whatever. And he was telling me about that. And I said, dude, I would totally do that. If you run, you know, if you know your, I'm like, ask your friend how I get into that. I would totally do that because apparently they make a lot of money for one thing and not many people could do it. I'm like, I could totally do that. Who gives a shit? So what would you expect to find at one of these uh, crime scene cleanups? Because I've talked to a few people myself. I mean, anything like shitloads of blood, gore, you know, I mean, you don't just clean it. I'm assuming you'd have to like, uh, maybe there's different crews that come in and, and, you know, redo the area or whatever. But yeah, I'm sure you're going to wear a shitload of protective gear. So who cares? 
I think you're still providing a service. Stuff. You're providing a service. It sounds like a pretty good gig to me. Yeah, well, you with your medical background and you could handle all the crack needles and whatever it is. So that yeah, be... I mean, I'm sure they do it safely. It's not like they're going to do it all, you know, fucked up and disregard for personal safety and the care of their employees like the uh, place that I just worked for did. No, that's why those people make a lot of money because they're trained to deal with like hazmat type situations. Right. Yeah, yeah, great skill to have. I mean. I mean, I'm sure you would see some stuff, but I mean, it really, I don't know. I've seen some stuff that doesn't really bother me. Like what? I think... What have I you mean, seen that doesn't bother you? I don't know. You? I mean, well, I mean, I could probably tell you some stuff that would probably might bother people a little bit. Like I can remember a time, uh, I remember once that I was working and I just happened to be, um, I was standing by, we used to have these doors that were electronic doors that would open into the emergency room and I was standing at the desk near the doors that opened and I could hear this screaming from um, from the waiting room. And of course, at that time, they're like, hey, B-Man, you know, the majority of the people that work in the medical field, um, most people don't know this, the majority of the staff are going to be of nursing and most of nursing is female, you know. So there's not a lot of mail. So they would, a lot of times, if there was something that they perceived might be dangerous, they're like, hey, B-Man, can you go check that out? And I'm like, why? I don't want to get my ass kicked. Or whatever. (laughs) Sure, I'll go check this out. I go out to the waiting room, and there's this young lady screaming and crying, and she just shoves this baby in my hand. She's like, save my baby. And I grabbed the baby, full well knowing that baby was dead, because as soon as she shoved it into my hands, I could tell it was dead. You know? And so, you know, I turn around with this dead baby in my hands and start to walk into the, you know, run into the emergency room. And one of the nurses that I have a lot of respect for, she grabbed that baby from me and started providing rescue breathing and stuff. But, you know, and of course she was fucked up after that for a while. And, um, but, you know, stuff like that's disturbing. Um, I can remember a time where we had to, I had this patient who was, you know, clearly pregnant, but didn't know she was pregnant. And we had to deliver her baby that was dead and we coded the baby for like i don't know a good 30 40 minutes to try to get it uh make sure it was alive but stuff like that i'm sure upsets people or seeing dead children that sucks yeah that's part of the field i mean so yeah not necessarily I mean, I mean it's really not part of the field it depends what part of the field you work in there's plenty of people that are never going to see stuff like that you know I mean, the swan just saved somebody the other day. Hey, oh, we're not even going to talk about that. Did you know that, Ron? Did no, you, I did you not. The story? I'm, we, I would be remiss if I didn't bring that up for the last 10 minutes. This is an amazing story, Ron. Please, please. I would, uh, you know what? Do you know that there are people, there are good people out there who save people every single fucking day as their job. And there are people out there that save people that is not part of their job. And the swan saved a guy the other day. Swan, tell huh. Nope, not going to tell the story. Come on, you know okay. No. Okay, now, first of all, for Juan, those, who, story. Nope. those who are not going to tell not, the story. This nope. is bullshit. Seriously, you don't tell the story. I'm so fucking pissed. Yeah, you'll be pissed. You just it tell the, the story podcast. then. Tell the fucking story. No, I don't. No, you tell the story. Come on, tell the fucking story. No, I don't want to tell the story. No. Okay, okay. Tell the goddamn story. Okay, you know what? Here, here, I'll fill you in. Okay. On something I did, and I did what? not want to. Well, I don't know. I all of a sudden like... shift to something that the Rons did. No, Were you no. wearing your black belt at the time? No, I was not. Did I you was take time military. out to save a person to put your black belt on? No, actually, what I did in all seriousness, there was a um, 
there was a pipe that overfilled and we were trying to close it off and I yelled, someone get in there, close this pipe off. And this guy did, but he got soaked in fuel and everything. And the first thing we had to do was get him to light an emergency. Match. They're like, the first thing we had to do was no. light a match. No, we had to get him to an emergency shower, right? And we had to strip him down, right? You and get soaked with fuel. Him. No, we did not. Well, you know, if you're not going to tell your story, I, you know, let me say this. Great story, Ron. Keep telling me. So anyway, we're we're doing this and we're, you know, we're stripping him down. I'm yelling, hey, what's your name? And it's like, whatever. I said, hey, fucking A, what is your name? You're, you know, you're trying to keep him uh, lucid, right? Like, my name is Tom and take your hands off my balls. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, so we're, we're this is not part of, you don't have to rub me down. Okay. You can just hose me up. You don't have to rub me down. Also. So what we're doing is we're, um, you know, we're just, I'm stripping him down with a couple of other guys, getting his uniform off and everything. It's like, you know, it's, you know, Hey, we got to get him doing the, uh, the emergency room as quick as possible. You got sick, you know, you got doing, you got down with, sickness. dude, that is a real thing. If you've ever been soaked with JP4, JP8, any type of fuel product that could actually, it could be detrimental. I, I, I had JP8 on my leg once and it actually went through my BDUs and had a, a slight little contact burn. Yeah, it's uh, so we threw this guy in the shower and I'm saying, hey, you know, you know, someone else. I said, you go run up there, grab a vehicle. I'm going to hang out with this guy. We got him into the shower. We're, I'm stripping him down. I'm like, hey, what's your How name? I'm stripping down. You stripped him down. Here's, here's what happened. He stripped him down. They well, they washed okay. him off. Yeah, he got all right. dressed and Ron stripped him down again. All right. You're right. I, You know what? <laughs> but How many times? How many times did you have to strip this guy down? No. <laughs> You're right, but I keep going back to that. But the thing is, wow. he came up to me and says, you know what? If it, if it wasn't for your kind of quick thinking and what you did for me, I would have been I dead. take men's clothes off all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he said, you saved my life. And I it got back to my, you know, whatever, right? Because it got back to my uh, my squadron. And they go, why didn't you mention this? You know, why didn't you mention this, Sarge? Because nobody like, gives a shit because you didn't really save his life. He could have really just taken off his own clothes and stroked no, himself. No, he got he got he got tasteful if you want. You know, I'm not going to go in the, I'm going to let you believe what you want to believe. That's way better than my story. Yeah. Well, anyway, I said, you know what? That's way better it's, than the time I no, pulled no, my. No, I was going to say. That's way better than the time I pulled my. All right. All right. So let me say this. Though, that it's like, that's way better than that story. I was going to say. It's my job. I didn't join the military for recognition. I saved you guys' life. If that's what you guys want to think, I'll let I'll let that up to you, right? But you know, it's I'm so going to say the guy could probably have taken his own clothes off. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know that's the one thing you're gonna, the hazmat shower. If that's the one thing you're going to focus on, that's cool. But yeah, it's I, like the swans. It's, it's like you know, was it, saved his life? It's yeah. it's not about me. And it's it's about. Bit. I mean, it's a big deal for you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you probably saved his life, though. No, no. I did what was necessary, and I'm pretty sure that's necessary. What but what did? But did you have to put your finger in his asshole? No, I did not. No, no, that you was, didn't have no, to. I okay, did, so I why did. did you do it? To make sure he was okay. I mean, that was a future reference that's a for fuel fishing check, search. right? That's how you yeah. check oil. How you yeah, fuel that's check a fuel, fuel tick. So if Swan doesn't want to talk about it, congratulations to her. I understand her modesty. And, you know, hopefully she never has to save another life again, right? Well, that military it, story is much better than mine. Well, I'd like to hear yours. Oh, uh, it's it's nothing compared to yours. Nothing, of course, right? All but, right, so we were taking this room under a nightfall. 
night vision goggles. And when you go in to take a room, now, one of the person is online doesn't one count. High, the person is high. One right. the person is low. I was high, so I'm at the top. To the I rear. didn't think they allowed. Uh, Just shut up, Ron. It's actually a good story. It's better than yours if you want to hear. Oh wait a minute! It's okay for you to interrupt me with the finger up the ass. I'm about to tell a real story. Oh, okay. So you were high at the time. Doing no. this military maneuver in the understood, dark. If you understood anything about mount training, which you don't because you're in the Air Force, but anyway, well, I know where you see where you see people enter into a room and shoot up a room. One person is high, one person is low. So you go in low, the person who goes in low goes to the left, the person high goes to the right. Okay. You prep the room before you go in in different ways. This particular way, the guy who was going in first, I was the team leader. He was my rifleman. He's supposed to pull a grenade. So he looks up at me. I say, yes, pull the grenade. He pulls. This is a real grenade, not a fake grenade. And when you throw the grenade into the room, you try to angle it so it goes around the corner into the room instead of going straight into the room. Well, like bouncing off a wall like physics? If you go straight yeah, into I the room, so. obviously the blast is going to come out through the door. If there's a likelihood that your blast will come out through the door also, the door that you're just entering. Okay? okay. So he's kneeling, or crouching rather. He pulls the pin, cooks off the grenade. He throws the grenade in. But as he throws the grenade, he leans forward. He throws the grenade straight in, and he fell into the doorway. Ooh. Now grenades, could, they go off in about three seconds. So... Not no, thinking that, of myself, is that, is that not thinking of myself, much like the Rons, not just thinking of myself, much like the Rons, when he stripped a guy down, I <laughs> bent down, ass. and this kid weighed, I don't know, 170 pounds. I bent down, grabbed him, and literally lifted him off the ground and threw him into the wall next to me as the grenade exploded. Way not even as cool of a story as yours. Yeah. So did you date him after that, or were you just good friends? Well, he thanked me pretty much every day for the rest of the time that I knew him. But I'm like, it's not a big deal. I was just doing my job. It's not nearly as cool as someone splashing fuel on them and me, you know, stripping them right, down, right. stripping them right, down, and right. stroking them off. All right, you know what? Yeah, your story was much better. All right. I you know also what? got no recognition, Ron's, because we all. But you know, the thing them. is, I didn't want recognition. I didn't. I was just as, doing my and job. that was well deserved. You didn't need any. What did you need, right? Some guy got fuel on him. I had a guy fucking fell in the doorway of a grenade as it was exploding. Granted, granted, they are night and day. I I agree with you. Think you know, about okay. this. Here's this is this is this was I what I always found was most amazing is that I this I'm not exaggerating. I picked him up with one arm and slammed him into the wall next to me. Oh, That's I have no doubt about that. Amazing. How the fuck did I do that? Adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah, adrenaline. I mean, you knew this guy was going to die? I mean... Uh, he probably would have lived, maybe. He just have been maybe messed up, <laughs> had no probably, face. He probably would have been fucked up just a little bit. <laughs> but I agree. I mean, but, I mean, yours was a life-or-death situation. Mine, mine, notice how mine, I'm like... Ah, he could have got chemical burns on his penis, but Ron's saved him. You know, that's the one thing. I mean, him down. You know, and... We're talking about chemical burns, and we're talking about a few other things, but you're right. I mean, we can make fun of each other on that, but when it comes down to it, if someone says, I was just doing my job, when you look at the cops who go out there, the EMTs, the ambulance driver, you guys in the medical field, 
to you guys, it's just another day. And you, some, some of you don't want the recognition that you so deserve. You really don't. I know. Every day. I wish, can someone please tell a story? We have five no, minutes. I don't want to tell the story. You tell okay, the story. So we want you to tell a story. No, and I don't an want I know. So please I don't just tell, the, tell story. the story. I don't want to tell the story. No, I don't want to tell the story. So Swan saved a life. That's awesome. So she saved a life, and she doesn't want anybody she to know that. didn't save a life, but she probably kept somebody from having a seizure. All the better. I, I mean, I rarely say that. Here's the thing with that whole saving a life thing. The human body is a great design. It doesn't need that much from us. The, the chances of you actually dying from so many things is like, oh, come on. You probably didn't save that person's life, but whatever. But she definitely did keep him from probably having um, a seizure or an anoxic brain injury. There you no, that, that, that's fantastic. And I you guess know we'll just leave it up to mystery because the swan's being an asshole and won't tell a story for our listeners. No, she you won't told tell me. A story. You told me you to not tell, tell the story. And I don't so want we to can have story. some fun. No, I don't want to. It's and fine. What's the point of doing the podcast then, Swan? Because you, you told me we weren't going to tell the story, so I'm not telling the story. When did I say we were going to tell the story? You said that. You said that. Nope. When? When did I say that? Uh, probably the day it happened. I didn't say we weren't going to tell the story on the podcast. Okay, I'm gonna bet. Please just tell the story. I don't want to tell the story. Okay, well then you can't be on the podcast. Okay, anymore, I don't want to be on the fucking you podcast. Participate anymore, I and that's the bullshit. <laughs> you too. If I had to send you this, well, I can't send you the different oh, rooms. You guys are already there. All right. You just want to make fun of me, so I don't want to. That's the point. That is the no, point I'm of good. our fucking podcast. <laughs> that I'm is good. the fucking point. Do you not understand the fucking point of our podcast? There's Ron's a meanie. There he is, Ron. Now I am getting there fucking he is. pissed. There he is, Because Ron. you have there a legitimate story to fucking tell, to be entertaining, and you fucking won't do it. <laughs> what does it say? Fuck, Fuck 2020. 2020. All right, well, I guess that's it from the Slaptail Squad. Well, because you know. Because being a fucking bitch. I so. am yes. not. I am not. So, no, that's fantastic that, you know, someone says, well, you know, that's the other thing. Does anybody really deserve or want any recognition? Will Trump take recognition for bringing back football? Doesn't really matter, right? Will you take recognition for winning the election that you supposedly think you won? Doesn't matter. Will Squeegee Snet ever come on stage no, with me? No, because I'm even if they did, know. even if they existed and they requested to be on our podcast, they would not be on our podcast. Ah. And once again, I will tell you, once again, do not make any more references to them on our social media page. Oh, and what are you going to do about it? <laughs> what do I do about it? Well, I will take away your access oh, and yeah. I will edit every post that you've ever made. Oh, jeez. Oh. oh, that's just low. Okay. All right. I mean, it's All already right. bad enough that you still cannot, you know, construct a sentence correctly. Without fucking it up. By the way, I looked at the comments that people want uh, that no one's left really a comment. I think they're bot comments. Right? I've actually been looking at the comments that people have been leaving. So, right, but if you don't get rid of the bot comments, if you think they're bots, then we're just going to keep getting them. What, all right, fair enough. So I'll I assume they're I assume they're bot comments also. But I'm like, well, you're not doing your job as an administrator. You're not getting rid of that shit. Ah, I see. So I have to find out which is real and which is not. Well, okay. I mean, you are the the website guy, are you not? I am. I am. Okay. Yeah, you're right. All right. And uh, as far as, um, you know, the way it goes, we'll see how it goes, right? 
Right. Well, <clears throat> I guess what we'll do is, um, you know, we'll post this podcast. We're going to record another one here in the next few days. And maybe by then the Swans will tell her fucking story. Maybe she will. Maybe she will. So no more squeegee snap comments for a while. <laughs> I'll make sure. Right. So I've actually, I've got one of their demos somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll locate it and I'll, I'll play it for you. All oh, right. please. Can you? Yeah. For you, I anything. Can't wait. Jeez, please. Can you? All right. Like, but, you know, we should really talk about uh, a future podcast. What's your favorite type of music to listen to? We did right. it. Well, currently, I'm listening to different things all the time. Well, we can we can discuss that on the next podcast. And maybe we can see how uh, you saved somebody's life. Maybe, if the swan feels like sharing. But her reason for not sharing is ridiculous because she doesn't want to be made fun of. And that's what we do. That is what we <laughs> fucking do. That's okay. Really. I mean, you know, honestly, B-Man, you've been so mellow since you, lo- you, know, you left your job. And I like this side of you. Right, you you are so mellow. You are so happy. It's night and day. You haven't been pissed off at anybody, and to see the swan piss you off, you realize how long it took. It took almost an hour and twenty three minutes to get you there. Right, you were so cool about it too. It's like, well, tell it. No, no, she edged you towards oblivion, and you went willingly. Right, so you know, I don't know if I want to send you back into the medical field. I don't think anybody wants to do that. I don't think. Maybe I know, you should I don't be. Do, but hey, maybe you should be the first world's gardener, uh, forester, janitor, right? Go out to the forestry. Just sweep the sweep the forest. Somebody <laughs> give me a broom. Like, yeah, so I, I can see that happening. It's so dirty. I have so much to do. It's just dirty. So dirty. <laughs> You'd have a never-ending job. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I would totally do that. That sounds great. Yeah, All right, well, that's it. Uh, that's well, it for me. On, then. I'm on. tired of. Uh, I, 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 I want to be uh, give a shout out to the uh, the woodman. You say fucking okay, so that's fine. I was gonna say Squeegee's not. I was gonna say the woodman because lately, have you seen his videos that he's been posting? No. He's been doing this face app swap thing that he puts his face on just. Uh, he swapped out Rambo for his face. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So. If you get a chance, uh, and I would, re- we really need to get the Woodman back on. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. I think that you might have to do a garage podcast. That would be awesome. That would be bust awesome. Bust out the little, bust out my little hunting heater. I didn't even tell my hunting story. All right, well, we'll have to get to that. Yeah, next. that's on the next. I'll tell, podcast. I'll tell that on the next podcast and see if we can gross Tremonde out. Yeah, I would like to see that, and uh, a happy Thanksgiving or late Thanksgiving to everybody out Same there. Same to you, Sports. also, Ron. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And thank uh, you. Uh, Wakanda forever. And uh, Squeegee Snap forever. No, no. no. Squeegee Snap can really suck a wiener. wiener. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Get mad. Get mad, Swan. Tell the yeah. story. Tell the story. No, the story's going to be reserved for next time. She'll tell the next time. All right. Well, that's it for me, the Beave Man. And uh, thank you, Slaptail Nation, for listening. Thank you, all the donors who donated for the uh, boot campaign. Yeah, the lace up and get fit. We, the Swan and I, met our goal. We each achieved uh, five hundred dollars and raised a thousand dollars for a charity. So that's pretty freaking awesome. Thank you to my donors and whoever the anonymous donor was. Thank you. I think I know who you are. And if I don't and I'm wrong, I'm be like, oh, okay, motherfucker, it's not you. What the fuck? I'm pretty sure I thought it was you, but I guess it's not. 
All right, whatever. That's the word anonymous. That's why they wanted to be anonymous. And uh, Ron's, I also have a plan for tomorrow. I am going to take one of my, I'm going to take my stage combat sword and I'm going to cut some pumpkins in half and film it and see what happens. And hopefully they don't freeze overnight because if they do, that's going to really suck when I hit them. I look forward to seeing that. I, I will do that. I will do that tomorrow. That should be fun because stage combat short swords are not that short. Sharp. Sharp. They're not sharp. that sharp either. Not that sharp. That sharp. All right, that's it for me. Adios, muchfuckos. Bye. Hey, from the Rons. God damn it, you don't have to see from the Rons. Okay, later. <laughs>